You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that nails our intros first time, every time, and we, no arguments. And we definitely haven't been sitting here for 20 minutes. Definitely not. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, before we get into our news, let's get into some things we've been uh, checking out. First try. Yep. And before we get into our check it outs, I want to say we uh, two thirds of us saw Suicide Squad. Two fourths. Two fourths. Yes, two fourths. Um, we are putting that in the news half of the show. So wait, there's just a wait. lot of news to go. There's with a lot it. of news to goes with to go with it, and I think we need to get into like a deeper discussion of it. Also, so, I'm not gonna see it. Yeah, I've so, decided I'm just not gonna see it. Probably smart, but <laughs> we'll get into that later. Anyway, check them out. So let's go. Boom. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. I've been playing the crap. I've had it for two days, and I probably played it for eight hours. That's awesome. <laughs> wow, you put in a full work shift. Yeah, basically. Flying imaginary spaceships. Yeah, I had the, I had the day off on the day it came out, and mm-hmm. that's literally all I did. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. It's great. Wow, I don't think I've ever heard you say that about a game in a long time. No, it's hard to explain because there really isn't any game like it. The closest I can come up with, and this sounds really weird, Remember Lego Worlds? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that game that had no point. And you just kind of wander around and find stuff. Stuff. Yeah. That's kind of the closest thing I can think of to No Man's Sky. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, It's super chill. You just kind of go around and explore these planets, collect resources, uh, build upgrades for your ship and your suit and your gun. And that's all all your space needs. That's about it. I mean, the overarching goal is to get to the center of the universe. And keep in mind, this is a procedurally generated real size universe. So you'll probably never get there. Not within like less than 30 hours, I guess. 100 huh. hours. Okay. Something ridiculous. Wow. And you won't really be any in any hurry to get there because it's fine just to explore. I did see an article where two players, I guess, started out or went to the same planet at the same time and never saw each other. Yeah, there's que- it's questionable whether or not there's any sort of multiplayer like they said there was going to be. Mm. They don't know if it's because of ser- too many people on the server and it just didn't work or they're not being clear. So there's, there's, or it's just that big. Yeah, there's kind of a mystery there surrounding how multiplayer it is. But honestly, if you're going into it looking for any sort of multiplayer, you're going to be disappointed. That's not the game it is. It's about being lonely in space. Huh, so it's not really like like Star Citizen or um anyway. Elite Dangerous? Yes, Elite Dangerous. There we go. It's it's a pretty pretty sparsely populated universe as far as sapient creatures go. Like I was maybe a couple hours in before I even saw one alien I could talk to. Oh wow. Hmm. So it's it's kind of has that Metroidy like solitary exploring thing going on. Um So is there like a story yeah, at all? There there is, but it's not a hundred percent clear. There's some creature or god or something called Atlas that's kind of nudging you in different directions, but as far I'm not far enough to know exactly what's going on, and that's fine. <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't turn into a Star Trek movie situation where you get to the center of the universe and it's just a dude. <laughs> it's, it's just William a, Shatner. It's just Shatner. Yeah, it's just Shatner sitting there. Hi. Yeah. Why does God need a spaceship? <laughs> yeah, that was what was it? Star Trek yeah. six. Five or six, where where um, Spock's brother 
hijacked the Enterprise because God needed a spaceship to get out of the center of the universe. And it turned out it was just some guy, some psychic. Is that the... No, it's not. Discovery. That might be five because it, it might it might have been the one after uh, Voyage Home with the whales in the 80s and double dumbass on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> should have worked that into the intro. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> okay, start the show over. No. <laughs> no, no. We did it perfect the first time. The perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm glad I'm glad No Man's Sky is good. Um, we were talking a little bit before that they were um, before the game came out that they had like this giant list of like improvements and stuff, and we weren't sure like how they were going to make all of that work. Did it seem like it hit like checked off everything on that list? Yeah, really. I mean, I don't, you have to when you play it, you have to realize everything's procedurally generated, and that kind of is always in the back of your head that like a person did not make this, a computer did. Right. Yeah. But I think that works in its favor favor a lot because it makes alien things look super alien. Okay, cool. Like all the creatures you find like are super weird looking and like look very much not out of this world, and that's what makes it fun to discover them. You wonder what kind of weird thing you're gonna find next. So when you discover stuff, you just get to name it. Yeah, it. Um, if you put when you push start, it goes to a menu of all the stuff you've discovered, and you just go through and name everything you want. So in the event that someone else goes to the planet you've been to where you first discovered things. As Everything. unlikely as that may be. Yeah. In the event that that is the way the game works, which I kind of hope it does, they're just going to see things that you've named. Yeah. So which... it's going to be, you know, the Cody Soros over here. Yeah. Okay. So that means years down the line, when this when there is a user base that has kind of turned over a couple times, and eventually someone will. I mean, it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, it's that it's already happened. People have tripped over stuff that's already been named. Okay. Very cool. It's not something you're gonna see a lot because it's that big of a game. That's that's awesome. And it doesn't. There's no load times. Really? You go right off of a planet into space onto another planet, and it never stops. Wow. It's insane. I'm confused how they managed to pull that off. There's that's... a lot of pop pop in. Okay. They kind of hide it with like this like fizzly little effect, mm. but it's pop in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't hurt the game or anything like. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I give it a lot of leeway because of what it is, but like I, I want to play it, but at the same time, I'm like, do I want to give in to the hype? Uh, most of the people that get got super hyped on it are gonna end up disappointed because it's not. I feel like people that got super hyped on it didn't thought it was something else. Like it's not an actiony game. It's not space shooting. I mean, there is shooting, but not like there's not even a lot of combat. Like, if you shoot the animals, you, you don't get a whole lot out of it. Okay. Except robots mad at you. <laughs> and maybe some carbon, which is easier found elsewhere. I say, I've seen trailers of space combat before. Yeah, there's space combat. But I, I really haven't done any of it. I haven't felt the need. Oh, interesting. Now, is this just a PS4 or what, what systems is it? It's PS4 and it's going to come out on PC on the 12th, which it'll already be out by the time this airs. Yeah, okay. Very cool. I would think that I would want more combat. Mm-hmm. But I really, I think it's fine the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. You know, sometimes you just need kind of a quiet little game to kind of, yeah, it's, it sounds it, relaxing, it to is. be honest. It, it sounds is. really it's just, relaxing. It's just fun to just fl- to explore these planets and, you know, maybe find a, some gold, harvest some gold. A lot of the minerals, you'll just find like these huge spires sticking out of the ground. I was like, oh, there's a tower made of gold. I'll go collect that and <laughs> make some money off of it. You know, it almost sounds like the way I play Minecraft. Back when I was way like into Minecraft, I would turn off the, uh, uh, I would put on peaceful, so you didn't have to worry about any kind of combat or anything like that. You just go and explore, and because the game was procedurally generated, generated, you never knew, and it would just 
you would just go, just go and find. Now it doesn't have, it didn't have the finding, you know, different creatures aspect to it, but hmm. it just kind of, it, it sounds like it almost has that kind of just kind of peaceful kind of feel to it. Yeah. It, it, that's the best way I can describe it is it's a very chill game. <laughs> so there's like, is there any kind of like player infrastructure or anything like that? Or what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, is there like a trade system? Is there? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's different, uh, like access this computer to trade on the galaxy trade network or whatever. Huh. It's not player based, but oh. um, like different times, different things will be worth different amounts. So if you have a bunch of gold and you go to the computer, sometimes it won't be worth as much. Mm. So you might want to hang on to it till you go somewhere else where it is. I mean, there's not really a way to keep track of where the gold's going to be worth more. You just kind of got to kind of eyeball it. Yeah. Like, uh, buy it when it's low, sell it when it's high. <laughs> Aside from, like, buying new ships and stuff like that, what other stuff can you, like, build or do? Or... Oh, there's, like, four or five alien languages, huh. and you don't know how to speak any of them. Hmm. And there's different, like, monoliths and knowledge stones hidden on the planets that each time you activate one, you'll learn a single word in one of the languages. Oh, wow. So but piece by piece as you play, you'll slowly get more and more of these languages. But I still I have maybe 30 words or something, and it... I still don't know a lot of what the aliens are saying. <laughs> and like it, apparently they're just like full languages that you have to uncover each single word. Ugh. It's pretty cool though cuz you go from just like guessing at your responses to these aliens to like being able to kind of piece it together based on the context of the few words you know. And there there's a lot of writing too like a lot of times you'll find a landmark or something and look at it and it'll tell you something that's happening to you and then you respond with like three options. Mm -hmm. And like there's not a lot of anime, there's no animation and stuff to go with it. It's just what's written there. Hmm. And the writing is actually really good. Like there was one time where it said that the uh, robot spiders all of a sudden start crawling all over my face in my suit. What do I want to do? Do I want to rip my suit off and get the spiders off or what? And I could read part of the the monolith writing said calm. I had the word for calm. And I'm like, well, I'll just wait it out. One of the options was wait it out. I'm like, that's what it wants me to do because it's a hallucination. And it was, and I got it right. Oh, cool. I learned some more words and it raised my status. Well, that's another thing. You have status with the different races and the higher that is. Oh, okay. The more likely they'll be to work with you. The spaceship designs are cool too, which always helps. <laughs> I love it. We'll see how long I it is before I get bored with it. I don't know. Yeah. So far, it doesn't seem like I will. <laughs> but I would recommend it if that's the kind of thing that sounds appealing to you. Because I, I can tell it's not going to be one of those things that's for everybody. Oh, sure. No. It, it doesn't seem action-filled enough to be good for everybody. No. So. Or if, any, if you're looking for any sort of multiplayer component whatsoever, no. Like, forget that right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Outside of watching Suicide Squad, I did sit and watch a couple more movies uh, this week. I um, watched a couple old movies done by uh, Walter Hill, uh, director. I've probably talked about them on the show before, so I won't get into it too quick. But I, I rewatched uh, The Warriors and uh, Streets of Fire. Hmm. Um, have you guys seen either one of those? No. I've seen The Warriors. It's been a while. Yeah. The Warriors is really good. I really enjoyed that one. It was based on a book. The book and the movie really don't have much in common, other than like oh, you don't a say. few a few character <laughs> names. Well, because well because the book the they were all um, like middle schoolers. Mm. They're all like fourteen, thirteen, fourteen year old. <laughs> Nobody dang. wants to watch that in a Nobody movie. Nobody wants to watch that. So uh, kids beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, and I guess the book had a lot to do with they had they were constantly checking in with their like parole officer and 
Like, oh, so they're all uh, like delinquents. Yeah, it was. I guess the book was just wildly different from the movie, hmm. but the movie is really good. Um, that's it's the iconic one with the warrior. The the it's a bunch of gangs. Yeah, they all meet up in a park because there's this one gang leader who wants to unify all the gangs, and it's like cartoon, like almost like Batman villain style gangs. They all have their different motifs, like the baseball gang, the baseball furies. Yeah, where they have their faces painted up like Kiss, but they're wearing baseball costumes. <laughs> Warriors, come out and play. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the uh, the line. I was yeah. wondering how long it was gonna be before somebody did that. Yeah, I knew you were gonna do it, Josh, because that's, that's yeah. what I do. Yeah, but uh, but no, the the whole deal is uh, the the gang leader is uh, assassinated, and the gang that killed him blames it on the warriors. So the warriors are trying to get back to Coney Island, the abandoned Coney Island amusement park, because that's their home turf and that's their like safe zone. They're trying to get back to base basically. And it's these other gangs that are all trying to get them. And um, it's a really neat kind of, I guess, kind of a heist or not heist, um, just kind of a road kind of trip kind of movie. It has some parallels with the 300, the, um, the Greek um, story. Oh, with the yeah, the three hundred Spartans and yeah, yeah, trapped in enemy territory, just trying to get back. No, not the well, the Frank Miller comic, kind (laughs) of. Yeah, but um, it's really good. I really enjoy it. Um, it's one of the first acting jobs James Remar had. Uh, you would know him as Raiden Number Two from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I watched that, and then I followed it up with another one of his movies, uh, Streets of Fire. I know I've talked about this on the show. Um, no one has seen it because it, it, it kind of tanked. It might have been a, a pizza cast episode. It might have been a really old episode, so I'll go, I'll go through it uh, again real quick. It is same kind of setting, kind of. It's uh, a weird um, time frame where it's equally equal parts of the 50s and the 80s, so it's a lot of neon and a lot of 80s <laughs> styles, 80s. but also, yeah, <laughs> the, the 80s. Nice, I like that. Um and it's 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 built as kind of like a, a rock epic musical thing, but it's not really. There's some music that is in it, and the main, the main character is the whole point is this uh, main character is called back to his town, his unnamed town, because his girlfriend, who is also a musician, has been kidnapped by a gang led by like 19 year old Willem Dafoe <laughs> with Wolverine hair and, <laughs> and and leather overalls, and that's it. No shirt, leather overalls. Sounds like like Double Dragon. It actually, uh, the theory is the movie was the was partially the basis for Final Fight because the main character's name is Cody, oh. Tom Cody. So it's hmm. yeah. Uh, but the whole deal, it, it's it's really neat. It's just a little simple story. A lot of lot of actors that sh- that were kind of big at the time or were just becoming big. Um, Rick Moranis in a rare non nerd role. Hmm. He actually plays kind of a sleaze bag. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see what's his God. What's his name? Mister Body from the Clue movie. Oh, the uh, um, what's his the guy who's killed off at the beginning. The he the musician that he's yeah. not really an actor. Well, he's he's a gang member in in, in this. Okay. Um, Michael Pere is the main guy who was on track to being like a big action star, like the next uh, Stallone, until he made this movie because <laughs> and this movie tanked real hard. <laughs> but I really enjoy it. it. Has Diane Diane Lane in it. It has uh, a lot of really good music. Um. Well, that's worth checking out. Uh, it was originally supposed to be a trilogy, but again, the movie tanked really hard. <laughs> I wonder how many trilogies there would be if that didn't happen to you'd, movies. Yeah. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or how many trilogies that did happen that maybe shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, I really want to play through Final Fight again now. Yeah. But there are there are a lot of parallels between the game Final Fight and Streets of Fire. So so anyway, Streets of Rage. Streets yeah. of Rage. Yeah, probably there you go. Parallels there. Probably. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably. 
but uh, but definitely worth checking out. Um, I have I own them, but I think they're on Netflix. Again, I think they're the kind of movie that would be <laughs> on Netflix. On Netflix. <laughs> so what, like Wolf Cop? Oh God, Wolf Cop. <laughs> oh, don't get me started about Wolf Cop. <laughs> I've been dipping back into BoJack Horseman. Oh, you have? Oh yeah. yeah, I've been reading all sorts of like. There's a lot of articles now about how like how good it is and why are we not talking about it more. Because it's depressing to talk about yeah. because it's a depressing show. It is. I'm like at the beginning of season two. I still haven't quite finished it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like toward the end of season two. The last episode I watched wasn't even funny. Yeah, probably like, not. It was just, you know, a lot of depressing drama and that's okay. Like, yeah, it's oh, a good oh, show. The last one I watched was uh, was the BoJack Horseman Christmas special. Oh, the Christmas special is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I couldn't. I know there's like they, everyone says you have to get past like the first five or six episodes of BoJack. And for whatever reason, I just haven't been able to get over the hump yet. Maybe it's just because I haven't had time to sit down and yeah. and watch it. Yeah, because yeah. the first five or six episodes are your generic Comedy Central adult cartoon yeah. comedy. Yeah, and that's it what really, I thought when I watched really the first is. episode of yeah. it. It really so, is. Yeah. But it definitely gets past that and turns into something so much more. Okay, well that's and good. Worse. And worse. <laughs> that's good. I've been. I've. I, that's what I keep hearing. And I've been meaning to go back and and get into it, but. Some of the most well-written, fully rounded characters I've seen, not just in a cartoon, but just like any show. Yeah, they feel wow. like real people yeah. for being like animal people. That's cool. I hate Mr. Peanut Butter. I think you're supposed to. God, I hate him. I, I like Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> He's too Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> He's just always excited for ever to see everybody for everybody like a dog. Like, yeah, he's a dog. He's yeah, a he's dog. a gold. He's a golden lab, and he very much acts like one. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I can't hate him because he's. He's not. He doesn't try to be like anything he does that is wrong. Is he didn't do it on purpose? Yeah, it's all with the best intentions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or like when uh, Bojack was cast as him in a movie about Mr. Peanut Butter, <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Peanut Butter's like mad because they don't have Bojack wearing a V-neck T-shirt or something like that. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, see, my check it out. Uh, yep. Uh, okay. Uh, I watched Suicide Squad, but that is for later. Yep. I've been dipping back into Minecraft. Oh, okay. Bit. There's this server out there uh, called Civcraft. It's got a lot of weird rules to it. Okay. And the way the, the server is set up and, like, the mods and stuff that the server utilizes server-side. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not quite like regular main Minecraft. Like, you don't just go and collect materials because they don't – they randomly appear ah, when okay. you're digging. And there's, okay. like, a player, like, infrastructure within the game. And hmm. it's just something weird I've been kind of doing. Uh, I'm not too far into doing anything because I, like, literally just got on it. I got like half a house oh, okay. that I built. <laughs> I am outside of I think yesterday's new episode. I am caught up on Steven Universe and all my, much like every like long stint of episodes where they do new Steven episodes every day. There's like an overarching story and it's getting deeper again. Good. It's the best. That's the it best. is the best time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like more like it's fleshing out characters we didn't really know much about. Like there's a lot of lapis stuff. Okay. Good. Got into some Jasper stuff. And like actually figuring out like what Jasper's motivations were mm -hmm. or are and everything. I yeah. love the design of Lapis, by the way. Those, oh, those I know. water wings are so cool looking. Oh, They're I know. very cool. And uh, now the fact that Lapis and Peridot are like best friends slash roommates. They both, barn mates. Yep, because they live in the barn together. <laughs> Steven and Connie growing as characters. Good. At one point they fuse and fight and it's amazing. God, I love that show so much. It's such a good show. It is, as you're sitting there in your Steven t-shirt. Yeah, I need to catch up really bad. Oh, man. I'm, like, way behind. Oh, it's so good. I'm getting mad because my on-demand stuff isn't getting the, the new Star stuff as much. Oh, but, I'm behind on that, too. I forgot that was still going. Yeah. 
Uh, there's a uh, like stuff with Ludo and that Ludo episode is really oh where good. Ludo Ludo in the wild yeah that was pretty pretty good they did another one kind of like that where Ludo figures out how his wand works and it's tied as to... a metaphor for puberty now <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite star episodes is the one where she goes through puberty oh I know right. <laughs> boy and like like all the crazy like tendrils come out and just yeah like, she she goes boy crazy and also turns into a monster <laughs> like a like a spider creature yeah oh wow yeah it's pretty weird hmm. um i love that voice actress that voices star she's fantastic oh, i know i don't it, remember what her name is yeah but, but it's yeah she's got a really wide range it's quite amazing yeah why don't i just look it up for you on that internet machine star buttercup oh Eden share okay she's on uh the middle She's uh, uh, the middle child in the middle. She's I never the watched middle the middle of the middle. I, I don't think I've ever watched the middle now. Yep, oh. I never watched the middle. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've I've watched the middle. Um, that's awesome. She's a really good actress. She was um rumored to play have a bit part as Kamala Khan in the Captain uh, Marvel movie. Huh. Because she's been in talks with Marvel and walked out with a whole bunch of Ms. Marvel books. Huh. At one huh. point. So. I, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So that's cool. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I recognize her. Cool. Is she Middle Eastern? No. Oh. oh, that's not cool. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a heavy yeah. conversation to have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, um, like seriously, it's like the high points of like American animation, in my opinion, is like we got Star, which its its story is now beginning to actually bloom because it really started to get there toward the end of the first season with the whole thing with the uh, da, 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 Toffee, who was voiced by Alan Tudyk. Oh, okay, good. And uh, Star's powers kind of growing and everything and giving her agency you know to go save marco which is a nice turn on the spin of a damsel yeah hello uh, marco can save himself a lot this of is times true too. yeah this is true marco marco is a yeah he's a very accomplished uh, martial artist which we see in like the first episode they ever meet and where they fight monsters together and then um you know and then with steven and the fact that steven is improved as a character so much that he's not just like the bumbling sidekick funny guy now he can actually step up with the rest and a couple new powers have developed with him. Let's leave it at that. I yep, don't be pretty spoiled. much. Pretty much. <laughs> We're really in like a renaissance for animation though right now. There's so many cartoons that like everybody always complains about how cartoons now aren't as good as they were. It's like no, no they're better they're, now. They're way they're better. You're just not you're not watching the right You're not you're not watching the right ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like story is like evolving. And well, it, they're, they're more serialized now, which yes. I think you can attribute kind of to the popularity of anime. Uh, yeah, you can do yeah, that. Sure. Yeah, to a point, yeah. Because anime is always serialized. It's always been serialized. <laughs> sure. I think it kind of started kind of like when Avatar The Last Airbender was a thing. Which was very anime influenced. Yeah. Yes, heavily, mm-hmm. heavily. And I mean, Steven is a very, very much, um, or at least early, early on it was uh, uh, Sailor Moon. Kind of. You, you, you can see the parallels. Oh, there's a lot of Sailor Moon. There's a lot of Utna. Um, see, I don't know. what there's, there's don't a Revolution of Girl Utna. It was another Magical Girl S fighting anime kind of thing. Oh. Sort of. There's tons of anime references. Oh yeah, yeah and references. Heck, there's like a whole episode dedicated basically to anime, and it's Steven's imagination of what Garnet did on her day. <laughs> oh yeah, Garnet's universe. <laughs> yeah, that one was the weighted hair reference. She takes off her big cube of hair and becomes faster because of it. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got this weird round bald head. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's amazing, and it's nice to see. How do I want to put this? Trends kind of sticking and not being just pushed aside because it might not be as accepted, maybe. 
is in, what I want. In what context? I don't know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, Cartoon Network kind of going beyond the point of ma- kind of bringing up shows that are not um, as marketable, I guess. Like, it's not necessarily about superheroes and things things they can make toys of. Kind of like okay, I I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's it, yeah they they took they're taking kind of a risk on some of their shows. Yes, just just by the sheer fact that that, that they're like you said they're not marketable, and that's yeah. and that's cool. But then again, I mean, Rocker's Modern Life was never marketable, and that got three seasons. <laughs> this is true. That was also Nickelodeon. Cow and Chicken wasn't marketable, <sighs> and it got multiple seasons. That show sucks. I hated Cow, I hate and, Chicken. Cow and Chicken. Johnny Bravo, while funny back when it was on, would never work today. No. And, no. and t- in today's climate, never. Nope. I love Johnny Bravo. I love Johnny too. Bravo too. I I go back and watch it every now and then because it's really funny. But it would never get made today. Although Just, the later, maybe the later, the later seasons. episodes. Yeah, that's true. Which are we always thought were better when they added that supporting cast of like Carl and Pops. Yeah, and that, stuff. that that was helped. a much better show. That helped a lot. But like, look at okay, look at Dexter's Lab. How many Dexter's Lab toys are there? Not enough. Very few. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Cartoon Network. They've always kind of taken chances on not. Yeah. But but I understand Except what you're saying when it now. Comes to the DC universe animated well, shows for some reason. Well, yeah. it's because it's because Cartoon Network is owned by Warner. It's Turner. Which is tied in with Time Warner, which mm-hmm. is also DC Comics. That's yes. that's what that is. And if it doesn't sell toys, they don't want it. Well, it's it's like they're the loss leader, kind of. There's like they make all their money on DC animated stuff, merchandising, so that they can go and take chances on um, Steven Universe. Steven Universe, basically, <laughs> yeah. And uh, regular, time, regular regular show, show, like regular show, is a huge risk. Yeah, yeah. Because there's almost nothing. Did you guys, ever, did you guys ever see the the regular show um, pilot? Yeah. Oh yeah. Which yeah. basically oh, clerks. Three a.m. at the at the what? I forget what it was. Yeah, the Seven Eleven or whatever. It's, yeah. It's, it's not it's, a kids thing. No, no absolutely all. not. No, it is clerks. And it's yeah. great. I can't, it makes me almost wish that that regular was the show. show was an Adult Swim show mm-hmm. like it originally was planned to be. Because they yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, listen, uh, we are good on time here, so let's go ahead and take a break. <laughs> and when we get back, we'll talk about some uh, some news. Woo. And some Suicide Squad. Yeah. We've teased it enough. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 127 South Sandusky Avenue in downtown Bucyrus. 419-562-0404 and online at subcultureoh.com. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. Just killed a man Put a gun in 
We're back. That was Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. A little known band. Little known Queen. band. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if you've if you've heard of that song or that band, but uh, they're doing great. You it, know, it, it touches my heart because you know I'm just a poor boy from a poor family. Yes. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm headbanging right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we played that because it was featured prominently in the newest DC uh, movie, Suicide Squad. Oh, see, I thought you were talking about you know Justice League. Oh, no, no. Or Wonder Woman. No, no, those look good. Those look like good movies. <laughs> well, I don't know about Justice League, but Wonder Woman certainly looks amazing. Wonder Woman looks good, although you, we'll get into it, but trailers for Suicide Squad yeah. also looked good. Yeah, anyway, true. anyway, uh, we're going to get into a discussion of Suicide Squad. Uh, Josh and I have both seen it. Cody, you don't have no, has I, no want. I, no, I have no desire now. Okay. I mean, so, but I've read like and watched every critique of it. From yeah. here to Tuesday, there's you quite a like few. You, you feel like you've seen the movie, now? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, just uh, just as a warning, we're we're going to get into spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, this is not a good movie. I wouldn't recommend going to see it. So, uh, but if you are planning on seeing it, maybe come back in about 10, 15 minutes. Turn the radio off. Fast forward on your MP3 device. You know, whatever you got to do, because we're gonna, we're going to talk about this movie. Uh, so, Josh, what did you think of Suicide Squad? <laughs> good answer. <laughs> That is going to be a good sound coming out of people's radio. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, okay, what can I say about uh, Suicide Squad that hasn't been said? No, uh, let's talk in, about in, everything. In, in, in the yeah. early mornings of, of uh, when my stomach doesn't feel good. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Um, okay, there are entertaining tidbits in the movie. There are glimmers of what could have been possibly a good movie, or at least an okay movie. Yeah. But but we're not talking about what it could be. We're talking no. about what it is. <laughs> what it is. What what it is, Josh. It's, what it is. It's not great. No. No, it's not. I think I enjoyed it watching it a little more than I did Batman v Superman. I'll agree with that. It's better than Batman v Superman, colon Dawn of which Justice. Is, which is not hard. No, it would, no. It would, yeah. It's I, not exactly high praise. No. I could shoot a film you know, right now, off the top of my head, and it would be better than that. Be yeah. Different. And I've never made a movie before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel very similar to you. I think I didn't like it. There are definite portions that I did like. The second half is infinitely better than the first half, I think. Yeah. Uh, still not great, but way better. And at times, more enjoyable. I think my biggest gripe about it is because I can see what it could have been, that there is a good movie a kernel of a good movie in there, I think it makes it that much more frustrating to watch. Well, that was like with Batman v Superman. There are points that are okay, and the last 10 minutes are not bad. But that's a two and a half hour movie, and that was the the director's original vision. This movie is is not David Ayer's original vision. This movie was, and we quoted this the other day, Studio intervention, the movie. Studio meddling, the movie. Yeah, yeah. the the whole the the, the story goes that uh, David Ayers direct uh, shot the movie. Well, first off, he only had six weeks to write it, so <laughs> that's that's a problem in itself. But he shot the movie, and he had um he he was writer and director. He had a definite vision for how he wanted the movie to go. And around the time that he was wrapping uh, filming it and was starting to edit, they um. Uh, the reviews of Batman v Superman started rolling in. This was around the time Deadpool was all, all also out, and people had you know stuff, the Marvel movies on their mind and stuff. And Warner Brothers got panicked, co- panicked <laughs> got cold feet, and decided we need to reshoot a whole bunch of this to make it more like the other guys, to make it more like Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool. Which, while I enjoyed both of those movies, it was not 
it was clearly not what Ayers wanted this movie to be. No. And so the whole first half of this movie was basically reshot and re-edited and recut up to the point <laughs> where it makes is just a jumbled, stupid mess. It doesn't know where it wants to go. It doesn't. It's it's like it's. I walked into this room to look for something and I've forgotten it. The film. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so um, it's it's clear watching watching the film and knowing about how there were reshoots, it's clear that they didn't Ayers didn't want the Suicide Squad to come together and the whole plot of the of them becoming a team to happen until about halfway two thirds into the movie. Yeah, that he had a whole like you were going to follow each of the uh, different members while they were before they were arrested. Yes, and they were you can it's clearly and it was chopped up. This the version that we got was so chopped up because it, a lot of their. Um, pre-incarceration was told in flashback. Yes. And it's clear by watching those flashbacks that they were actually longer scenes that were then chopped down to the point where they almost make no sense. <laughs> and let me tell you this movie. The movie opens with Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, who is a great character. I think Viola Davis was one of the... And she did a the, really good job. She did an excellent job in it. I think she did a really, really good job. I still think uh, CCH Pounder would have done an, a Ooh, better job yeah. because she's the, she's the voice of Amanda Waller from Justice League. Yeah. She also looks... Exactly like, like Amanda Waller and <laughs> her uh, character in Warehouse, the show Warehouse 13 is basically, basically Amanda Waller. Uh, basically Amanda Waller. Anyway, you have the, the opening is Amanda Waller having dinner with these military guys explaining her idea for the Suicide Squad or Task Force X is what she's calling it and explaining who like some of the highlight characters are going to be your dead shots, your Harley Quinn's, your Killer Croc. Well, not even Killer Croc, Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, I think were the three that she talked about and, mm. and, and Enchantress. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so she's so she's sitting there selling her plan to these military guys, which you see in the trailers. The next scene, she is led into the Pentagon where she is selling her idea to even more military people. So you're gonna hear it twice in case you didn't get it the first time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Though the part where she's in the Pentagon and does the thing and they actually see the Enchantress do stuff. It was kind of visually interesting. I'm saying you could have meshed those two scenes together. Yeah, very into, true. Into one longer scene and given maybe a little more time to letting us get a, get to know the Will Smith's character or Margot Robbie's character mm -hmm. or, you know, any anyone else yeah, the movie, involved. The, the movie basically focused around three people. Yeah. Enchantress, Harley Quinn, Deadshot. And, oh, you forgot Rick Flagg. Oh, yeah. You mean the cardboard cutout? The cardboard cutout military man. <laughs> With us, yeah. Yeah. You know he was RoboCop? That was the ro reboot RoboCop? Was it? It was. Joel Kinnaman. Huh. Yeah. Equally as forgettable. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I never watched the reboot RoboCop. It's not good. It's I okay. So. It, it, well, it, it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. There are tidbits in it where you can tell what the idea they were trying to go with, where the original RoboCop was making fun of like '80s violence and stuff, and um, this one was, was talking about like media, like sensationalism. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Either way, that's a, is, that's it, a just that's a film it, discussion for another. It's time. kind of a thing that's been done to death too. A little bit, and plus that RoboCop kind of did a neat thing where you had a RoboCop who initially had his full mental faculties and throughout the movie became less and less human because of he was reverse robocop he was reverse robocop basically anyway that's, way, that's we're not talking about robocop we're time. talking about another terrible movie um <laughs> but like what can you tell me about killer croc besides what he looks like and what he does other than the stuff that i already know about yeah, killer croc no, no pretend like you have never read a comic book this is the first time you've seen the character what can you tell me not what he looks like not what he does he thinks he's beautiful He's a gator boy. Yeah. <laughs> what can you tell me about Diablo? He has fire powers and he... But that's something he does. Oh, sorry. Who is he? 
Latino gangbanger, ex Latino. That's what he does. That's what he is. What? See what? See. <laughs> also, what a stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, that's a, that's a comic. The yeah. You can only do so much when you're pulling characters from comics without, especially old ones. Yeah. Yeah. But but anyway, the point is there is a whole two thirds of the team that you just don't know anything about, like Captain Boomerang. At least Captain Boomerang was given a little bit of a background. But I think that was more of an excuse to show off the Flash costume because Flash shows up for like half a scene half or half a second. It, he shows up for a Flash. Yeah, but he's just standing there. Yeah. There's lightning around him. And he just stands there. You don't see him actually move. Nope. <laughs> he doesn't do any Flash. He does no Flash thing. Uh, but he had nothing to do in this movie because he was is cl- clear that he was written to be like the be like Deadpool because he has they gave him like this arbitrary like fascination with pink unicorn this pink unicorn stuffed animal that he keeps in his coat that he keeps in his coat that he may or may not be doing things with oh the, which is just, not from the comics that's just that's just Deadpool that's directly ripped from the Deadpool yeah movie. so he's supposed to be the comic relief character but Harley Quinn is the comic relief character of this yeah. movie so what does what does that leave for De- for Captain Boomerang you throw things and they come back but they didn't he would throw them and they'd either get stuck in a guy or they get blown up. I don't think he had a single boomerang come back to him. He had like one or two come back. I don't. He, he makes a joke. He only threw like one or two. He makes a joke that when it comes back and everyone's kind of surprised, goes, "What? It's what they do." See, I, I guess I, I guess I blanked out on that because I don't even remember that. They I remember they didn't do the thing you do with boomerangs where you're fighting a guy and you throw one and you miss, and then the guy's like, oh, "You missed, loser!" And then Dang. it comes back in a second. Well, that, well, well that, that would require a, a, a person that he's going up against that could actually speak. <laughs> that is not just a putty from Power Rangers, because that's what they are. Yeah, the spore monsters. The spore monsters. Yeah, they're that, just putties that that, uh, that the Enchantress was creating. Out yeah, of the citizens of Midway City or whatever that place. Yeah, let's talk about the Enchantress for a second. Why did <laughs> through that boomerang before he <laughs> before he walked in the room? <laughs> I, oh, Black Dynamite! I love Black Dynamite. That's a great oh movie. Oh my god, that was yeah. That's the that's the best movie. It's a great movie. Enchantress. Okay, so why did Viola Davis's character. Why didn't Amanda Waller put together a team to fight a threat that she also created? But when she put the team together, she didn't know that she was creating her own arch nemesis. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, she's got some real down deep problems. Lazy story writing. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that too. Yeah, um, I liked Enchantress when she was like the weird dirt witch. Yes. And there were some really cool visuals, like oh, when yeah. she would transform from from June Moon, because she it's a, it's an archaeologist that was possessed, yes. by the spirit of a, of a of a ghost witch. And there was a the scene where actually the second scene where yes. she's introducing the scene, and you see like the black hand come yeah, out of the table. It was very cool. It was like the uh, the the uh, archaeologist June Moon uh, was standing up, and she you know says the magic word enchantress or whatever, and you see like black fingers come up from underneath and then turn over, and then she's, she's like. There. Oh, yeah, yeah that was cool. really cool oh, visuals. Yeah. A lot of Enchantress's visuals were great, except when she gets powered up and just becomes a supermodel in a bikini, shaking around, around in front of a giant lightning thing shooting up into the sky, yeah. which looks an awful lot, looks familiar, doesn't it? That shot of like a big spire of blue light shooting up <laughs> into the sky, calling down like weird stuff and monsters and monsters. Doesn't that sound? Doesn't that sound like it's been in a in a superhero movie before? A really popular one about a team coming together and fighting off things. I think there was magic in that too. Debatable. But yeah, were they were the, the 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 enforcers or something? I don't know. Like uh, something like that. I, yeah, there's a green guy and a red guy and a, I thought you were gonna go for Ghostbusters. With that with Ghostbusters <laughs> too. Yeah, but I mean, it looked Which like it's also about a team coming together. Very true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, I was talking about Avengers. 
it looked just like the ending of Avengers oh, with the with the energy shooting straight up into the sky and stuff happening. Except you know, Killer Croc doesn't jump up into the uh, into the beam to fight the villain and then fall back to Earth. No, he just swims around a little bit. No, and gets attacked by mud guys in mud, the water. Mudmen. Yeah, and, and tells the Navy SEAL guy to to blow the the detonator. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, it's. Okay, so let's let's get a little bit deeper into it. The good points. I think Will Smith did fine. Oh yeah, he was great. He he did a very good job. He was Will Smithing it up, but he was kind of restrained a little bit. A yeah. little bit. It was this was definitely more bad boys Will Smith and not mm. like Men in Black 3 Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't phoning it in. Uh well, well, that that's maybe not I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but he he did he, was a, he did a good, it in good. He was yeah, doing a good job. There are definitely phone. some some Will Smithisms in there. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like Wild Wild West. Will Smith, where he, it was just a paycheck. Either. God, I hate that movie. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> I read somewhere or, or, that, uh, or that uh, he After chose, Earth or whatever it's called. Uh, after Earth, <laughs> he chose between. He had to choose between the Matrix or Wild Wild West. He was going to be Neo in the Matrix. I'm glad he wasn't Neo in the Matrix. I think Keanu Reeves did a better job. Yeah, but oh crap. Oh, phone. Yeah, I'm sorry. Phone call. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Will Smith did a good job. I think Margot Robbie did a fine job. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, her the ed, from what I understand, her the the original cut had a lot more, gave her a lot more agency, and this new cut pretty much turned her into uh, TNA. It did. It really did, and that's one of the things that made me really sad. And the fact that she was her whole motivation of the movie is to get back to get back Joker. to the Joker. That's it. That is that is her literally it. That is her plot. Which in the comics, she's all past that. She, yeah. Even, By the time she's a member of the Suicide Squad, yes, she yeah. is past being just Joker's henchgirl. Mm-hmm. That's part of the plot of the at least the New Fifty Two Suicide Squad. Yeah. She's like trying is working past being in a horrible relationship. Yeah. With and, a but, psychopath. But but in this movie, they they don't make it look like a horrible relationship because it's clear that the Joker is uh is obsessed is just as obsessed with her as she is of him, which was an edit was a re-edit because. In the original script, it was supposed to be very, very, very one-sided. Like the Joker is borderline, well, not borderline, is abusive to her. Which is the, and there was going to be a thing there at the end where she would decide, no, I don't need the Joker. But that's not how this ends. I totally thought that was gonna that was gonna happen. I thought it was too, but when, they when, when they the flipped the script come... and decided that no, that's that is her motivation. That's it. Mm, I hated it. Yeah, I think maybe that's why the execs think people like Harley Quinn. And it's that's not. It's not. It's not. No. Or uh, also, here's I have another question. If Amanda Waller was putting together this team because she was afraid that there would be a super Superman would go go bad, a a super powered threat. What is Harley Quinn with a baseball bat gonna do? <laughs> she may be crazy, and she's the Joker's hench girl, but she's not like she's human. Yeah, yeah, she's not like super infamous or anything other than being the Joker's hench girl. Yeah, she's human in that universe. What's I mean. Unless they make a kryptonite bullet, what's Deadshot gonna do against a Kryptonian? Yeah, like, you can have perfect accuracy all you want, but if you got a guy who, where bullets are gonna bounce right off him, like his eyeballs, uh, wrong Superman movie. <laughs> uh, or he could just blow the bullets away with his super breath, like, or laser you in half, which yeah. which would be in keeping in keeping with the, this the, the, DC the, universe, the, this, the scare of evil Superman. No, he'd punch him through a wall. Yeah. Oh, that's no, no, no. He would just walk around and snap everybody's neck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, the only people that really have any kind of like they talk about metahumans, but there are three in the three. whole enchantress, enchantress. Okay, croc, croc, el diablo, el diablo. Katana doesn't count because nope, she has a magic sword. Because she has a magic sword filled with souls. 
yep. which they only say in passing once. I think she has like three lines in the movie. Yeah. In the and entire most, movie. Most of them are in Japanese. Most of them are in Japanese. Yeah. One line, because she's very adamant that she's not a villain, that she's she was brought on by Rick Flagg, by the good guys, yeah. to be kind of a handler. Yeah. But she ha- she does nothing in this movie. Except cry into her sword. She cries into her sword and slashes a guy once. And I think she was put into this movie, well, one, because they needed another female character. Because Since you have, they villainize. They villainized one of they. The team originally had two. One of them is immediately gone. Like, the Enchantress is immediate. She's never really part of the team. She's... She's in all the promo shots, but she's, like, immediately gone. She's the bad guy. They needed another female character, and I think they looked at uh, X-Men Apocalypse and saw that, hey, there's a lady with a sword. We can do that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Never talk about how Katana gets the sword or anything. She goes, oh, by the way, don't let her cut you. It takes your soul. Yeah. That's it. That's it. that, That is her entire backstory. And you see see her kill a dude in Tokyo. Yeah, that's it. El Diablo, you don't know anything about him until the scene right before he is gone. He exits the film. Yep. And I'm not, and I don't want to talk about that because there, there is just a little bit of, well, it's, it's really not even a thing though. He turns into a fire monster and and then gets blown up. Yep. Yeah. But like, you don't know anything about him except that he won't use his powers to fight anymore. Because he accidentally killed his family. Yeah. But they, they don't tell you that until the scene, like, until almost two hours into the movie, and the next scene he is gone. No, they they bring it up earlier in the movie because he when they go to recruit they, him, they mention that he doesn't do that he doesn't use his powers, but they don't tell you why. He's just like, oh, I'm not, I don't do that anymore. They Leave mention me alone. in dialogue that he he kind of he he gave himself up because he burned down his house. Like I said, they mention it in passing. Uh, everything is in passing in this. Everything film. is in passing because they had they had scenes shot and then decided to chop and screw it and mm-hmm. make it. Not good. Yeah, and then like we get we get Batman a couple of times. We get Batman a couple of times. He cold cocks uh, Harley Quinn in the face, like just straight up punches her in the face underwater. It's a lot of uh, violence against women in this movie because okay, uh, what member of the team haven't we talked about yet? Think hard, because there is one we haven't talked about. Oh, he, he has the name of a very popular new metal band <laughs> from from the nineties, <laughs> popular in nineteen ninety nine. Oh, you mean the Ropemen? Yeah, Slipknot. Yeah, by the way, Slipknot's in this movie for all of about five minutes. And also, like, such a, like, a low, like, a D-list DC character. Well, he, the the characters get, you know, they at least get a little bit of, if not a backstory, they at least show them, like, in prison Mm -hmm. doing their thing a little bit. It's not much, but at least it's something. Yeah. So you get about halfway through the movie where they, the team finally gets put together. And then a black van pulls up and this giant Native American guy walks out in, like, body armor. I just want to differentiate that so no one's picturing like a headdress and like, <laughs> like some skin. Yeah, no, no chief wahoo here. Yeah. It's like he's he's wearing military like armor, like body yeah, armor. Yeah, he's wearing paramilitary. Stuff. Steps out of a car, punches a female cop in the face, and they say, "Oh yeah, by the way, this is Slipknot. He's really good with knots and and like zip lines and stuff. He's going to be on climb, your team too." I can quote, "I can climb anything." Yeah, because he has a grapple gun. Yep, that is his power. He has a grappling gun. <laughs> He has the same power as Mabel in Gravity Falls. Exactly, <laughs> grappling gun. The next scene. He gets taken out. His head explodes. His head explodes. He's in the movie for less than five minutes. I think he, again, I think he has maybe two or three lines. That's it. And I'm not saying that it's a Suicide Squad. Characters should be killed off. But when you don't give any backstory to a character, that means that when that character is ultimately taken out, it means nothing. It means nothing. I was like, I watched it. I was like, who cares about this guy? Yeah. I don't know who this is. Who cared? Who cares? There's one thing that we haven't talked about. We've been dancing around a little bit. Uh, the Joker is in this movie. Oh yeah, not for, as much as you might think. Though. For about ten minutes, yeah. actually, about, about fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, I think they clocked at about 
14, 14 and a half, something like that. Either way, he's not, in it, he's not in the movie as much as the trailers would make you believe. Mm, yeah, and it is quite possibly the worst portrayal of the Joker I have ever seen in any form of media in my entire life. <laughs> A ringing endorsement. The absolute, I, I mean, this is worse than, remember that show, The Batman, with the quasi-anime style art? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Joker, Dread, Joker Dreads. Joker Dreads. Joker Dreads were better than this. Yeah, and I hated that. Okay, what does this Joker do in this movie? He frowns a lot. Oh, you know the Joker does. That's yeah, the, he's, he's a frown for. boy. That's that's his whole mo. He, what was that gas in the Tim Burton Batman movie? Was frown X. Frown X. That's it. <laughs> he uh, he snarls a lot. He yep. goes. Rrr, 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 rrr. He growls. Uh, he doesn't do anything. Um, and most of the stuff he does is in flashback. Yeah. Does he have any trick weaponry like the Joker? Does he have any pies? Does he have any like acid spraying flour? Does he have any like anything? I mean, even the even the uh, 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 Jack Nicholson. Joker had hand buzzer had hand buzzers and tricks. The um the Dark Knight um um what's Heath his Ledger. name Heath Ledger. Thank you. Uh, the Heath Ledger Joker, he was very he was a little more serious, but he was a very sarcastic kind of Joker. Who wants to see a magic trick? And he did have like trick buzzer bombs, and he did he he did things very theatrical. He, he did jokes. He was theatrical. Yes. Um, this Joker is a thug. Literally, he's pretty much a he's just a, he's just a gang boss. He's yeah he he is he is uh um yeah he's just a, he's just a crime crime lord. There's nothing there's nothing Joker about him. Um, I was talking to my sister and she we were talking about the movie and she shared a lot of the same opinions that I did on this. But she did say at least if you took away the the tattoos and the busted up teeth that he would at least look visually yeah. look yeah. like the Joker yeah, like, and I'll give and I'll give her yeah, that I'll give him yeah, that yeah. yeah like when he's standing there in that black and white tuxedo and I was like yeah okay. that, that was yeah. a very cool two seconds when you see the mad love version of Joker and Harley Quinn you see oh, classic the, Harley Quinn the in the, in the, nice. yeah. yeah for, yeah, but for also, about two seconds but also that Harley Quinn costume looked terrible it looked it looked like a bad cosplayer it did look like it a looked bad. like oh. a C tier cosplayer but at least they they thought enough to put it in there yeah uh, again this Joker uh, he if you take he looked like the Joker ex, if you take away all the things that aren't the Joker. <laughs> oh, like that part where the fact that he's got like that smile smile tattooed, tattooed on, his, on his face and then and he, he holds would just it up go... over his face. Yeah, yeah. So okay, he is so a crime boss. He literally made a dude kiss a ring. He made yes, he did. He made a dude <laughs> kiss a ring. He there yeah you know favorite movie part of, of Harley Quinn's backstory that I enjoyed was the part where they're in the Joker's club, club. the Joker club. Which is just like they're popping crystal, and it was a lot of gold, and it, it was a very bright, scene. very bright scene. Uh, the the scene where he's talking to a uh, potential new hire who is just this gangster, and he try he says, "Hey, gangster, you you like my girlfriend over there? I see you looking at her. Why don't you why don't you go have sex with her? That would be great. That's something. Yeah, why don't you do that?" <laughs> and the gangster, rightfully so, goes like, uh, "No, I mean." She's like, pretty, but uh, no, that's it's your girl. No, I'm I'm good, thanks. And the Joker just goes, "Well, screw you!" and shoots him in the head. Well, Harley Quinn comes over. They talk a little bit. She goes, "Well, if I'm not good enough for you, you're just wasting my time." And then Joker shoots him. Why would why? And then why, Joker goes, "You're right. Joker... She's my girl." And I'm why, like, "That's that makes that scene makes it, no sense." It's Does dumb. that sound like the Joker to you? Nope. nope. <sighs> no. There's no Joker in this. Nope. If there's anything, Joker hates sharing anything, like anything. Well, everything the Joker does has this great theatrical meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, getting... there was no theatrics. There was no meaning. <laughs> nope. His there was there was nothing 
there's absolutely no point. If they wanted what they should have done, they should have left the Joker completely out of it. Yeah. And there's an after credit scene where the, everyone's back in prison and a bunch of thugs break in and break Harley out. And that's where you should have had the Joker. Just one shot of the Joker breaking Harley Quinn out of jail just that one time. Yeah. Because that would have been a good reveal. And then have that would not have, be Jared Leto. That would have and... set up Suicide Squad number two. Where the Joker was actually the villain. Where the Joker was actually the villain and not like a red herring. Yeah. Well, unlike the trailers that made it think like the Joker was the villain. Yeah. Because I remember there was a cut of one of the trailers where they're all sitting there and you hear the Joker's laugh overlaid the scene. Oh, yeah. There's no Joker laugh. And, and, and there is a little bit. but It's, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> You're ruining my train of thought. Hello there, Batman. <laughs> it's like a nervous laugh. <laughs> but, uh, but no, there's a part where um, in, the, in a trailer where you hear the Joker laugh and Deadshot says, oh, that's not good. That's, that's nowhere not in, the, in movie. the movie at all. That's nowhere in the movie. Like the only time the Joker himself interacts with the Suicide Squad is just Harley Quinn. Well, and when he hijacks a helicopter out of somewhere yeah and who knows where yeah and maybe he just up, had one i mean and I'm, shoots up the rooftop it, it was well it was an it was, argus. A, it was, it was yeah, an argus yeah. helicopter yeah. and uh, shoots up a rooftop where the squad was to get harley that's it it's that's that is completely shoots up a re- he looks more like a joker that would shoot up on a rooftop yeah <laughs> yeah i hate their designs Both you ever are... you ever you, you, did you ever know how i got these track marks <laughs> Uh, it was in closing trashy. There's looks so trashy. And overall, this is not a good movie. It's and it's made more frustrating because there is a good movie in there. Oh, and there's also really bad CG. Oh, the CG's not. Yeah, the CG's pretty rough. And it's made a bajillion dollars because well, yeah, people like us. Well, no, the people like us who want to have a morbid curiosity, and then there are people who, uh, their entire um perception of like Harley Quinn and the Joker. Uh, comes from the Hot Topic rack. Mm. And I'm not saying that everyone needs to read comic books before going into a movie. That's not what no, I'm they saying should be good enough at all. On their own. They should be good enough on its on its own. But the the version of the characters that were portrayed in this movie is not it doesn't jive with just about with well in in Joker's case doesn't jive at all with any other version of the character. And in Harley Quinn's case do, hasn't jived with the character in a very long time. Yeah. And it is giving the wrong impression Yes. Of these... And it's just a bad interpretation. It's a, exactly. Like, it's a bad interpretation. That's what I meant. Even if it yeah. was different, it'd be okay if it was good, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I like different. Different is great. Bad? Different? It's even worse than regular bad. <laughs> exactly. Don't see this movie. Don't give them any more of your money. And this is... I'm a, fa- I'm a DC fanboy. I mean, I've, I've gotten it leveled at me before that, uh, no, I just love Marvel movies. And that's not the case. Marvel movie, they put out good movies. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of good movies. Yeah, there is no conspiracy against DC like some people on the internet would say. Yeah, it's just not good. We're not getting paid off because we're not getting paid. We're not getting paid, exactly. <laughs> like, seriously, like, I would love to I, see a good DC movie. I would love to sell out. If Marvel wanted to buy buy good reviews for me, <laughs> I am ready to sell yeah, out. Give but me that's, the but that is sacks the cash. But, but I am not. not. Yeah, that is absolutely not the case. But yeah, don't see this movie. Don't give them any more of your money because... By by it making back all of its money, it is sending the wrong the wrong message. It's sending a message to Warner Brothers saying that this is what people want. Deadpool kind of did the same thing with its success, but they and took it the wrong they way. They took it the exactly. wrong way, exactly. And that's the, what, 
the point of, De of Deadpool was let the filmmakers do what they want. The point was not everything has to be fart jokes and R-rated. And, and straight up steal the unicorn joke in its entirety. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a straight up taken. That that was that was jarring almost because it really it's never was. been it's never been a part of the character no. in any way, shape, or form. Captain Boomerang's an alcoholic. That's that was his that's his character in the comics. He's an Australian guy who throws boomerangs, and he and he's drunk half the time. He gets drummed out of like he was part of the main gang of Flash villains, the Rogues, and has been kicked out multiple times because he has a drinking problem. He's he's a screw up. That's kind of. His character, he never had a fascination with like My Little Pony, My Little Pony, <laughs> or anything like that. Or that his really, or say... his really bad track jacket hoodies. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah we could get it. We could talk another hour about how all of the costumes look bad, except Ever. for Katana. I like except those. for Katana's look good, and uh, uh, Deadshot's at least looked close. Yeah. And he looked cool. He looked cool. He wore the mask for like two scenes. Yeah, and then Harley Quinn, you know, dropped the pee bomb on him. Yeah. And he did. He did Twice. have like the. Oh yeah, there was there there was language out of nowhere in this movie. It's, yeah, I don't know who this movie was marketed towards because it certainly wasn't kids. Anyway, well, he it did, doesn't matter because kids end up going to see. They it. go it's see like anyway. Deadshot. De he did have the like the eye reticle thing that yeah. he, like from his mask. So at least they gave him that. that. I feel like the mask was just used to like. Oh, this is the part where we have a stuntman. Uh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Yeah, this, we're not we're, we're paying too much money to Will Smith to let him mess up his face. So here, stuntman, put this mask on and 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 do some and, flips. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie was bad. Don't waste your money. Womp womp. Well, we talked about this way more than we I was planning <laughs> on. We just ate an entire half hour on Suicide Squad. So uh, uh, let's go ahead and get out of here. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverload website. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can send us a tweet at nerd underscore overload. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. Yep, and we are also on iTunes and Stitcher. And uh, again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Yeah.